New Thought Guy. Ernest Holmes wrote in this thing called You, one of the greatest books in the New Thought lexicon. You are one with the creative genius back of this vast array of ceaseless motion, this original flow of life. You are as much a part of it as the sun, the earth, and the air. There is something in you telling you this, like a voice echoing from the some, some mountain top of inward vision, like a light whose origin no man has seen, like an impulse welling up from some invisible source. As I said in the beginning, our theme this year is awakening. To me, that was the natural evolution of where we, as this community, will move forward. Because after working on our perception of how life works all year in 2020, it is time to awaken to these perceptions, to solidify them in all we think, feel, and do. Now, each month, we will explore the path to our awakening. And that path might be loving it, observing it, and decluttering it, connecting, expanding, and authenticating it, and much more. This month, is believe it, believing the wisdom of the thing itself. Call it God, call it the universe, call it spirit, divine love, divine intelligence, source, whatever you want to call it, this thing we are talking about is you. This thing called you, the divine that is within you, expressing itself through you through your thoughts, through your feelings, through your beliefs, through your actions, through your experiences. Our fundamental principles are an ageless amalgamation of many spiritual traditions and mystics. And these people have tapped into the infinite eternal gnosis, the eternal knowledge of universal love. And they each have tapped into it in their own special way, through poetry, through many different ways of writing, storytelling. And these are part of these principles that have come through the ages. And let me read a few of them to you. We believe in a divine intelligence. Call it what you will, the living spirit almighty, one indestructible, absolute, and self-existent cause. It manifests itself in and through all creation. We believe in the incarnation of that intelligence in everyone and everything, and that all people are incarnations of that one spirit. We believe in the eternality, the immortality, and the continuity of the individual soul forever and ever expanding, empowered by this loving 
intelligence within. What does all that mean? What I've been telling you, what I've been saying, what we pray with, that the divine mind, the divine intelligence, divine love that surrounds us, that created everything and everyone in all time is a power, a source that is within us, that reveals itself through us, as us, with us. And following these principles is a full body experience. Whether we're talking about the principles of our teaching or the principles of the New Thought Spiritual Center, it is a full body experience. It takes the logical mind, the open heart, a faith and enlightenment through alignment, a willingness to transform and transcend and an eager awakening an eager awakening to the truth of how the universe works. Back to some Ernest Holmes in his sermon by the sea in 1959, he wrote, others will rise who will know more than we do. They won't be better or worse. They will be different and know more than we do. Evolution is forward, a most direct importation of divine wisdom that incorporates the precepts of Jesus, Yeshua, and Emerson, and Buddha, and all the rest of the wise. Again, there's Ernest Holmes telling us, like I said before, more will come. More wisdom will arise. It may not be something you hear or read, but something that you intuit. It doesn't necessarily just come to the mystics. It's also not just about attending Sunday services, although please do, please continue to attend and bring your consciousness to these Sunday celebrations or classes or workshops or, or even reading about the teaching or teachings. It's about showing up, showing up for and with yourself and taking hold of your personal responsibility with traits like honor and purpose. We honor the ancestry of our teaching by acknowledging the, the alchemy, the recipe, the mix, of all the universal wisdoms that have shown up, embodying and using them in our lives. And these are wisdoms that move us forward that are constructive and loving. We're not talking about any sort of dogmatism or any kind of authority that is generated from some alleged revelations. It's not about authority. It's not about the person in charge, whatever that means, or whoever that may be, or some dogmatic reasonings. It's not about special information that is delivered only to the mystics or the metaphysicians. That's not true. You don't have to be in this philosophy or anything similar to this teaching to receive wisdom. 
for the universe knows not of our teaching in in any difference from any other teaching that is love-centered. There's no secret product here or special dispensation or providence or wisdom. It's not special, it's individualized. It's within us. And as we are ready and open to receive it, so it will come into our lives somehow, either through intuition, through somebody speaking about it, through watching something, reading something, hearing something somewhere. It is wisdom dispensed and available to all who reach out to receive and honor it. It's not honor in that um, you bow down to it. It's honor in that you place it into your life with respect and love. And, and welcoming this wisdom, awakening to the intuition of it, the inspiration from it, and being willing to evolve your mind and your heart, especially the whole package, actually, the whole divine matrix. Do you have a special quote or text? We, we come up with um, great quotes. I find great quotes for our talks and um, throughout our services and our celebrations. Do you have a special one? Maybe not one that I've read or brought to us. A timeless wisdom that you keep near you. If you don't, find one. You can use one of our affirmative incantations, or wherever, find one that you hold dear so that even when you're working through your spiritual practice, um, even when you're working, period, you can look up and you can see that or have it on your mirror and just see that as a reminder of the wisdom that is there available and the wisdom to push your life forward. It causes you these, these kind of uh, quotes to vibrate at the speed of the divine, to honor this powerful word. We awaken to it and use its gnosis, its knowledge, its words in revealing the divinity in each and every one of us. Another trait is openness. Openness is part of our mission in life. Grounding, centering, communing with Mother Earth and the energies of the cosmos. It opens us up to those divine impulses and urges of wisdom that is always calling us inward to that deeper part of ourselves. It's always calling us that divine urge, it is sometimes called. We prepare ourselves by cultivate, cultivating, cultivating, cultivating the consciousness of humility. Now, not humility to make you feel small. Humility in letting go of any spiritual arrogance or bloated nothingness out of the path of evolution, of transformation, of transcendence. We can get a little spiritually arrogant. Oh, well, my teaching teaches love. And it's not about that. It's about expressing it not being it because somebody else isn't. So when we get our bloated nothingness of out of our thoughts and feelings and beliefs, 
and our spiritual arrogance out of our heart. We are opening ourselves up to wisdom, to using that wisdom in our lives and perceiving that wisdom beyond our current perspective. Being open to the new thing that the universe is doing in, as, and through us and all beings for that matter. It's all one. It's all happening in all beings to the degree that they allow it. And this openness that we have, we bust through, soar and zoom out of our old perceptions and perspectives that have held us back and leave it burned in a ceremonial bowl of release and removal, like we just did earlier. The next trait is visioning a vision to envision and live a great life. <laughs> Envisioning a vision. vision. Visioning is a spiritual practice. Envisioning is taking this spiritual practice, whether it's visioning or prayer or um, just visualization or, or any of those. Envisioning that means we embody that. Visioning is an opening of our heart and minds to allow inspiration to come in from, from spirit, from the universe. And envisioning that is placing that into our consciousness of experiences that are showing up now, our declarations, our revelations of our next experiences. Now, here's a different take on that caterpillar to butterfly metamorphosis story and its relation to inner wisdom transformation and transcending. It's from a book by Nori Huddle, and the book is called Butterfly. And she writes, the caterpillar's new cells are called imaginal cells. They resonate at a different frequency. They are so totally different from the caterpillar cells that his immune system thinks they are enemies and gobbles them up. Chop, chop, chop. But these new imaginal cells continue to appear, more and more of them. And pretty soon the caterpillar's immune system cannot destroy them fast enough. More and more of the imaginal cells survive. And then an amazing thing happens. The little tiny lonely imaginal cells start to clump together into friendly little groups. They all resonate together at the same frequency, passing information from one to another. Then after a while, another amazing thing happens. The clumps of imaginal cells start to cluster together, a long string of clumping and clustering imaginal cells, all resonating at the same frequency, all passing information from one to another there inside the chrysalis. A wave of good news travels throughout the system, lurches and heaves, but not yet a butterfly. Then at some point, the entire long string of imaginal cells suddenly realizes altogether that it is something different from the caterpillar, something new, something wonderful. And in that realization is the shout of the birth of the butterfly. Since the butterfly now knows that it is a butterfly, the little tiny imaginal cells no longer have to do all those things individual cells have to do. 
And now they are part of a multi-celled organism, a family who can share the work. Each new butterfly cell can take on a different job. There is something for everyone to do and everyone is important. And each cell begins to do just that very thing it is the most drawn to do. And every other cell encourages it to do just that. A great way to organize a butterfly. A great way to organize a nation, a world. A great way to organize a life. Knowing that those inspirations, those imaginal cells of inspiration can step into our lives as we allow them. I invite you to have a conversation with the wisdom you hear, read, and learn. Cultivate this field of consciousness that is coming to you, coming into your thoughts and your feelings and your beliefs. And let these wisdoms impress and inform. Let them inspire and evolve your life. When we know that we know what we know, and we put it in our lives as a practice, setting for setting our previous ideas aside and becoming aware and conscious of the impressive universal spirit and infinite possibilities, then our access to this infinite wisdom, to this infinite love and intelligence increases. And it turns into a readiness within us for it to flow through us as us and with us. John of Salisbury wrote, one who comprehends truth is wise. One who loves it, good. One who orders his or her life in accordance with it, happy. And may I add, healthy, prosperous. When I wanna learn something, I use the mental powers in my brain mind. When I want to embody something or heal myself, I use the spiritual and emotional powers in my heart mind. All are guided. All of these ideas, these functions are guided by the enteric mind, the intuitive. The gut is where the wisdom enters. The brain is where the wisdom computes. And the heart is where the wisdom lives and expresses itself. From Words That Heal Today, Ernest Holmes writes, the spiral of life is upward. Evolution carries us forward, not backward. Eternal and progressive expansion is its law, and there are no breaks in its continuity. It seems to me that our evolution is the result of the unfolding consciousness of that which already is and need but to be realized to become, in fact, a fact of everyday life. Let us not use 2020 as a headwind holding us back. Let us use it as a tailwind pushing us forward. When our purpose is strong and meaningful, we will always be the wiser. When we have a mission that is bold and brave, we will always be the wiser. 
And when we, when our vision is clear and forward moving, we will ever, forever be the wiser. Thank you so much. Namaste.